0: Hi guys, welcome back to yet another episode of Yane Life with me, your fantastic host, Ndalo Chaka. Okay, so in today's episode, we are, well, continuing the journey of, I guess, Pride Month, you know, November Pride, my edition, and yeah we're almost there this is the second last episode we're almost there and yeah and before I get into like who's going to be on today's episode I want to mention or talk about um last week's episode so like it was titled I titled it in and out of closets and I just wanted to you know have my say, or just talk about wha- how I feel about the whole concept of coming out of the closet um firstly, I've been such a strong believer of like n- like I find them unnecessary, like they don't need to be there, but I've also come to learn and to understand that for some people, closets are generally genuinely. Like, every time I say genuinely, I always say generally. yeah, gas. But anyway, closets are genuinely special to certain people, you know? Um, for some people, that's the place where they've learned so much about themselves. They've discovered who they are and why they are, you know? And that's the beauty of it. But. I'll always say that if you're coming out of the closet, right, always make sure you're coming out for yourself. Always make sure you're coming out for yourself and never for other people. But I'm not going to continue and go deeper into that because, yeah, I think my talk, we explained it beautifully in the previous episode. If you did not hear the previous episode, go listen to the previous episode. Go listen. Why? Why haven't you listened yet? <laughs> but, yeah. But then I guess without further ado, let me introduce the guests we have for this week. So, I have two guests today. So, the episode won't be that long. Yo, guys. I know last year... What was it? One and a half hours. I'm so sorry. One and a half to two. Somewhere there. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to start cutting down now. Like, I don't think... Um. After the whole Pride campaign thing, I'm sure that my episodes won't be longer than an hour. Unless you guys want that. So if you want that, just say you want that. But yeah, I'm going to keep it less than an hour. And yeah. But anyway, so today our guests are Lebo Hang, an amazing girl. Um, She's... She's just like a caring person. I love her energy, her vibe it's you know she reminds me of a fairy her like her energy just reminds me of a fairy, and then we have baker baker, one person I'm obsessed with their energy is just it's elite like I love Baker so much her energy is just she's a good person to be around, and yeah, so. We're going to start with Lebo Hang's story. So here's her story.
1: Hi guys. Um, happy Pride or Related Pride. My name is Lebo or Lebo Hang. But my, a few of my friends call me Isabel, but that's not really a thing anymore. But yeah, um, Dalo has invited me here to speak of my journey of being a member of the queer community as a Gen Z in South Africa yay (laughs) um i think it's been a very confusing one um very hard to navigate actually very hard to navigate that because most of all i've learned that you'd think that your family would support you i mean if they do that's amazing like slay you you ate that um love them and cherish them but most times in a black family it's a bit hard to like to um get them to accept you for who you are and what you support um i think oh by the way i'm pansexual it was a very long confusing journey to get here to this label but um yes and i go by she they pronouns but yeah (laughs) i'm not really strict on them because you can't make everybody happy you know, but anyways, I think the first time I realized that I like into girls was in grade 5, grade 4, grade 5, I can't remember. But, um, I'd always been like very close with my other friends, my especially my girlfriends. Um but not close in the friends of like besties and whatnot but like cuddling every once in a while kisses on the cheek like dating vibes close you know um so that was kind of weird and then I did have my besties which I don't have now I think I only have like one left from primary school shout out to Louie, my baby I love her so much um but yeah and then I think between that was 2017 yeah i went to cambridge school so our terms were a bit different uh 2018 is when i was like nah i'm definitely bi so i came out to buy to my as by to my cousins and it was a journey because then i was like yeah no i like girls and guys (laughs) yeah i can get like both teams so yeah that's me um from there like i don't really know it's just i think i've been okay with who i am as a person you know um but 2020 was when like shit went haywire like wow i was flowing through labels damn yo um beginning of 2021 got ties 2020 sorry Beginning of 2020, got to high school, first grade eight yeah. Um, not talking with much of my besties anymore, but we're still, like, close and stuff like that. Um, fine. Came out as bi to my friends, um, meeting new people, saying that I'm by to them, you know, just enjoying life with, like, yeah. And then I started to realize that <laughs> androgynous people are hot, like, wow like wow and like it was confusing because then i'd say i'm omni and i'm like no but that doesn't feel right and then i was like if boys if men like i don't i don't fuck with that and then i was like nah i'm lesbian so i went with like the lesbian title for like two months or so and then we have me saying that i don't know I think I was demisexual for a bit. I think I still am demisexual. I don't know. There's like a lot of like growth still happening. I'm still learning myself. Um, Learning to accept myself. Um, Learning to express myself as well. So yeah. I remember writing in my diary. Dear diary. Today I'm gonna come out to my mom. I didn't. But yeah today I'm gonna come up to my mom and I'm gonna tell her that I'm um, bisexual, demisexual and um, and I'm a demi girl and I'm like, <sighs> oh girl, reading that diary was painful because I was like, if I could go back to this young child and prepare her for the trauma. And the pain that comes after that, ugh, guys, it's bad. Um, I'd say after I came out to my cousins in 2018, we've become more open with each other. So I was also helping them through the identity crisis. And then at the time, I already had best friends that had really come out as gay, as bi, as les or whatever, you know. And I was there with like confused as like, like oh, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I am. And I don't know how to navigate through this whole thing because like, I think with the whole COVID going on, nobody was really concentrated on um, helping others. It was more of self-introspection. And I did that a lot throughout my time in twenty twenty. And then by the end of 2021, after my fallout with my besties... oh, oh, ex-besties. It was bad. It was really bad. And then I realized that, you know what? Um, I'm pansexual. Like, it, it resonates with me the most. And one thing I learned from that was that it's okay to fluctuate with different labels. Because it's it's a label i don't know how else to describe it it's like it's a tag to say this is what you identify as but that does not necessarily define your full sexuality you know it's a very open free um spectrum to be in especially in the lgbtqia community we shouldn't try to box each other in with our labels as well because then it could lead to most of us feeling trapped and i don't think that's a good thing to feel for anybody you know so yeah um i came out to myself as pansexual and then uh anxiety hits 'Cause I was going through a fallout with my ex best friends and my actual best friend, which I still have, Louie. Um, she wasn't talking to me as much, like we weren't talking as much during that time. And then, you know, home situation was just snacks. It wasn't bad. I wasn't like being abused or anything, but it was just awkward and weird. Like that whole year was just weird. Fine. 2021, first love, I hate him, not hate him, he's chilled now, but he put me through a lot. Oof, that boy, yo, oh, this boy put me through a lot. I don't even want to talk about him, that's that's a whole other podcast. Wow, damn. But yeah, oh yeah, I also dated this girl, Um, she was a lovely person, I loved her. Um, emphasis on the loved at the time it it was puppy love and i didn't want to believe it when my mom told me that it was puppy love um but it was and i really appreciate her because like she kind of helped me realize that i was pansexual at the time in 2020 we dated from i think the end of term two till december and then her mom found out and then she ghosted everybody and then we weren't talking so I just assumed we broke up, I guess. I don't know. Then twenty twenty one, um, second, first love, I don't know what to call it. But yeah, I was like really in love with this boy and he hurt me and then I like I was like, nah, I don't wanna be with boys anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, do this anymore. Like, love is just dumb. Like, everything is just useless and pointless. But I think you, it's, it's a good thing to experience that. Your first loves, puppy love, to experience all these very hard and devastating emotions because then you learn to grow from it and i won't lie that was like really good character development because now you learn to navigate yourself through a lot of situations because of that um by the way i did not walk into this podcast with any agenda i am literally just rambling so if we get sidetracked don't mind me i we will get back on track just give me a moment i kind of have adhd but anyways um yeah 2021 I this boy rejected me went through a lot character development learning to love myself oh that took a lot learn to love yourself I think we preach it a lot but we don't know how to practice it um and we keep hearing practice what you preach love yourself whatnot 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 and like not many people know how to practice it. Like, you want to love yourself. You want to accept the part of you where you're like, no, I'm happy with who I am as a person. I'm happy to be this way. And then on the inside, you don't really feel that way. And all I want to say is that if you're really going through that, you're going through the whole finding yourself and learning to love yourself. It's a long and painful journey. But um, in the end, you'll get there. You really will get there. It's it's hard. It really is hard. But you need to remember that you're not really alone. Um, because I remember twenty twenty one was when uh, Pascal died. Oh, a beautiful character. I think Vasily talked about him in the previous um, episodes. Pascal was a beautiful character. Pascal passed, and then a few weeks after that my grandpa passed away. And he was my rock. And then that's when I like was like, "Oh, damn. I'm like alone alone. Like I have nobody with me. Um, life is hopeless. I hit depression, anxiety was at its peak. Mental breakdowns left right center. Couldn't navigate myself. And I think from that that experience you learn to slowly build yourself up it takes a really long time some quicker than others some much longer than others because you can never really truly know yourself because brains are weird and emotions are weird and people are weird and um Some people, it takes them until they're in their 50s to actually know who they are and accept themselves as that. So, you need to, like... How do I say this? You need to learn to love what you have now. Your attributes. um, The things that make you you. Love that. If you can't love anything else, love your smile. If you can't love your smile, love your handwriting. If you can't love your handwriting, love your joy of like reading or your love to read or, or the love to do art and not be good at it because that's okay. Okay, so sorry for that cut off. Um, my friend came in. <laughs> not the point um what was i talking about (laughs) i really don't remember okay learn to love yourself learn to love that part of you that you feel insecure about and it's gonna be really hard to do that i know it took a long time and it's and i'm still getting there i'm still on that journey to love parts of me that i didn't think i would hate that I didn't think I'd resent about myself, you know? And I think we hear this a lot, but it's okay to not be okay sometimes. You know, to, to need to vent about it. Especially when you're discovering yourself and your sexuality and your gender identity in this very oppressive, conservative um, I I don't know what other tips to add.
0: That was Liba Hang's story, everyone, and I'd like to say a big thank you to her for sharing that with us. And then I guess our last guest for today will be Baker. Please enjoy her story.
2: Hello, guys. This is Kotato Baker, AKA Material Giza Anyways, um, I just want to tell you guys about my coming out story. First of all, I'd like to thank Gondalo for including me in his podcast and thank you for everyone who's listening and so and so. So my story is that I've always grew around boys, right? So it's always been that thing If already whenever like my cousins are playing around I also want to come and play around you know whenever like girls come around and they want to talk to them i also want a girl to come and talk to me because like what the hell you know so i feel like from a young age i've been like having a certain kind of attraction towards girls but i didn't know what it was because no one told me that um a girl should date a boy or a boy should date a girl you know it was no way we were told that Oh, you have to be straight. Oh, you can be gay. No one taught us that, you know? So it was just a thing for Hori. We're used to seeing male and female in a relationship, right? And so how I came out, my cousin was living with us. And every time I used to come back home and I used to talk about this other girl who's in my transport, Yo, know, this girl, da 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 she doesn't do this and that. Oh, that girl used to... That girl used to... Yeah, abuse. I mean, entirely. Literally. And I think she knew I had a crush on her because of she'd do certain things. And what I mean certain things, like she'd use me. I yay. Buy me this so you can come sit next to me. Eh. Hey. But nah, I'd be running. I'd go buy me the blind. So I used to come home, tell my cousin. And my cousin used to be like, Hey. uh, do you know about girl and girl relationships or boy and boy relationships and i'm like yeah i've seen them and she's like so do you think that you have an attraction towards girls i'm like no i'm not sure and she's like do you like this girl and i'm like i think so and she's like, when you're around her, what happens? And I'm like, hey, this happens that I tell about all the feelings that I get when I'm with her. butterfly, chicken it. Sometimes I can't speak. I'm mind blown. Fly back I am a dictionary of the things when you're stunned, you know, when you're stoked on someone. So I that's the chat now. So my cousin's like, you know you're gay, right? I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. I, I didn't take it too hard, Because I was like, I'm not even sure if I am gay or if I want to be gay. You understand? And it's not the thing if I want to. It's just that I didn't like boys at all. Like, I didn't have any kind of attraction towards boys. Because I always felt like I am, like, a dominant female. I am an alpha female. That's something that I know about myself. And it's always been this thing that whenever like a guy would try to come and fatter me, you know, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm fair I can also fatter you, you know. Like, let's fatter each other." And boys didn't like that about me. That if you came to me, I wanna do that back to you, and I was like, ay, ay, ay. And it's a funny story. This <laughs> this other guy of my cousins came to me, and she's like, and he's like um so how are you i see that you're a bit of a tomboy and uh, i'm like yeah i'm a tomboy and he's like but i like you and can we start talking and i was like yeah no problem at that time I i did not know that i was like gay or stuff like that it was just at the back of my head that i might have some sort of feelings towards girls you know like very strong feelings towards girls so when this guy started talking to me you know everything went and it went and this guy was like ah, you're too much of a dominant female for me and he's like you're not even like too much of a dominant female you are you're like a boy i like what do you mean and he's like you're straight up mujita joan I'm like hey like hey And he's like, "Ah, Joanna, me and you, we're going to start sharing the same plate soon. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you like girls, dog. Me and you can't be a thing because you like girls. I was like, ah, damn. And as time progressed, that's when I started having crushes on girls. And I was like, damn, I really do like girls. So, how my family knew... My granny used to like pop in hints, she was like, And she like, Ah, good girl and we used to laugh about it and it used to be the end of things. But then this other time I was texting my friend and I was telling her about my crush, you know? And then my mom asked to see my phone. She actually like asked to Google something on my phone. And while she was Googling, my friend sent the messages. She's like, hey, how was your day with Spanbani? How did you, Sbanbani? And obviously, you can tell Ugoiti, that name is not a boy's name. It's a girl's name. My mom's like, who's this? And I'm like, I don't know It's just like um, a friend of mine, Koskolong. And she's like, oh, so you have feelings for your friend's manager? I'm like, hey, no, it's not like that. And she's like okay shop take your phone and then i go into my room and i start texting my phone I'm like when are you texting me Where well, my mom was looking with my phone and my mom comes into my room and she's like do you like girls and She's like you're gay right and she's like i'm not sure i she's like are you gay and i'm like i like girls and she's like i knew it okay fine i'm like okay you knew it <laughs> sister what do you mean it's like the way you dress it's how you never liked dresses how you never liked doing your hair how you never liked having your nails done how you always wanted to play with boys be rough and she's like i saw the signs i saw the signs i'm like "Uh, okay and so the next day we were with my mom's friend and my mom's like you know what i don't have to stress about my baby girl having like kids getting pregnant and stuff like that and my mom's friend asks us, she's like, "Why?" And she's like, Oh does a lesbian?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, why would she say that? Why would she out me like that?" And then my mom's friend, I'm like, she's like, "Oh, we knew that. We saw the signs. We saw that coming. This not new." And then they're like, "So are you bisexual or are you straight up lesbian?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm straight up lesbian." And so, yeah, that was a whole child. And then, so everyone in my family, from that point on, started asking themselves, "Booty, does she like boys? Does she like girls? You know? And m- mostly, like, my mom did the job, like she told them for me. Not that I asked her. I did not. But she did the job. And for anybody who wants to come out, I feel like I had it easy. Because... My mom's not very judgmental. My mom's very open-minded and everything like that. And I feel like the only opinion that matters is from me and from my mom. Like, anyone else's opinion, to kiss my ass, goodbye. And also, like, my granny's opinion matters too. Understand? Cause I understand. Because I grew up with my granny, so I valued her opinion very much. So, And so it was always that thing that... When they would say something, when my mom would say something, I would be like, okay, I get that, I understand that. And I took it in, because their opinions is what I valued the most. And when it came to other people, I was just like, Psh, I do not give two ifs about what you're going to say, who you're going to say to, how you're going to say it. I do not care. And so... Um my story is not gonna be the same to yours, you understand? Um my family is kind of open minded. I wouldn't say that they are very, very controversial or conservative a controversial not controversial guys, conservative. Um my family's not very much um conservative they're trying to step in into the new time so it's like each step at a time little by little they're getting there you understand and so they are easy they're literally easy people and my advice to anybody who is struggling to come out is i feel like you don't owe anyone any explanation about who you are where you come from what you're doing you do not owe that to anyone because the only people who know the real you is you and god those are the only two people it's you and god that is all so i feel like you do not have to owe anyone an explanation why you're gay who you're gay for it does not matter and i feel like if you want to come out prepare yourself mentally for the things that people are going to say whether they're going to take it negative or positively just prepare yourself mentally and emotionally that you don't end up valuing other people's opinions more than yours because of at the end of the day they won't be sleeping with you and your girlfriend and your or your boyfriend they won't be there when you're busy with other people, you understand, they're not there when you're catching feelings for the same gender, they, they they are not there, you understand, so I feel like prepare yourself emotionally, mentally for all the hate and the judgment that's gonna come from either your family members your friends or anyone who's around you that is not really keen to the idea of Homosexuality you understand so just be free be let yourself go because you you do not owe anyone anything in this world besides for yourself a good time. so give yourself that chance to be free. <laughs> If <speaking in foreign language> you want to lead this kind of life, if this is the life that you want to lead, no one is going to be able to tell you otherwise. And when people come and judge you well with otherwise about the decisions that you made, you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be even second-guessing if I'm doing the right thing or not the right thing because if you've come to a decision, an end decision, that this is what I want to do. So, please, take it easy on yourself, let go, let live, let laugh, let love. Those are my three statements to you guys. And till next time, bye. Again, thank you so much, Intalo. I appreciate you a lot for this opportunity. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you guys did not, Fagina, <laughs> Miami. There's only story stories. Bye. So, oh, you guys, I have, like, scary lesbian stories. But then, that's, that's not what we're talking about now. <sighs> Whatever. But I really do have, like, scary lesbian stories. But anyways, bye, guys. Thank you for the opportunity. And talk to you guys next time bye
0: and that was Baker's story guys thank you so 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 much Baker, for you know allowing us to listen to that Um, but yeah I guess like we've come to the end of our episode and I just realized guys like, I, I really don't know how to end off my episodes it's so weird like I just always talk until it ends but uh yeah i guess that will be all for today's episode i am releasing an episode on friday so keep an eye out on that like i said um next week is the last pride episode and yeah and then also if you guys are like enjoying the the podcast so far you know Don't be afraid. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button, you know, and give, you know, give me a rating, guys. Like, I feel like I'm a five star, you know, queen. (laughs) But yeah, just do that and share the podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. And yeah, so I guess that's all. And. I will talk to you guys. I'll be in your ear. You see? I'm learning. Um, I will talk to you guys on Friday. Love you. Bye.